Good evening and welcome to the Speedway Tavern, the first independent Speedway show broadcast by the fans for the fans since 2009, would you believe? Still the only fully interactive and live Speedway show. Now, it's a funny old game, this Speedway. I recently had the opportunity to take someone to Speedway for the very first time last Wednesday to see Birmingham get its first home win of the season. Let's have some applause then! Goodness me! Uh, and she, uh, she enjoyed it uh, she enjoyed it more than she was expecting to to be honest, in fact she didn't want to tell me that she enjoyed it but um, we got it out of her in the end, she really enjoyed it and it was really nice to see the sport through a newcomer's eyes and enjoy the simplicity of the sport these four guys riding round for four laps um, a simplicity that becomes lost all too frequently as we become mired in rules regulations. For instance, let's take a look at uh, the Artem Laguta situation. How, and answers on the postcard please, how do you explain to a new supporter how a rider has food poisoning after riding abroad for his other team and is precluded from riding for your team for seven days even though he has a doctor's note and it doesn't matter anyway as that team doesn't have a real answer is you don't try to tell them just let them enjoy the simplicity and they might come back only in speedway good evening gentlemen how are we all doing we're fine yeah um yeah we should stay we did have a guest lined up tonight but um for one reason or another the guest uh, wasn't wasn't able to come it was just circumstances um but that we hopefully will be here for us next week i'm not going to tell you who so there you go you've told me I've told you, yes. Yeah. Are you excited, aren't you? Not really. No, okay. <laughs> no, no, it would have been a good one, but uh, we'll uh, we'll leave everybody hanging. Wait for next week. So. Yep. So how are how is everybody? Good, good. Yeah, we're all good. Yeah, mm. all good. You had you watched a very very scintillating match yesterday. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd certainly pay money to watch that again. Uh, what was the score? Sixty five twenty five. Sixty five twenty five. It was. I mean, Kings Lynn were. Kingsley were dreadful. You know, that's, that's that's probably stating the obvious, but they really were poor. It wasn't. I think with a lot of their rods, it wasn't just the the lack of scoring. It, I felt there was a lack of effort from quite a few of their riders. Mm. The only ones that really came out with that meeting with any with any credit was probably Simon Lambert, who really battled right. hard. He was a good battler in the the championship as well. Um, I mean, Nick Morris obviously guested for for Michael Pond. After I mean, he's he's top scored with nine points. I think it was. Um, okay. I don't think he was particularly impressive, um, and probably to a lesser extent, Thomas Jorgensen rode well as well. But the rest of them, you know, it just again looked like there were too many heads dropping. And obviously, with the situation with Autumn Laguta as well, um, lots of lots of speculation, you know, spreading around the Monmouth Terraces last night. You know, mm-hmm. there was a few few people saying that heard that he'd, he'd signed a he'd signed a deal that meant that he didn't have to race at certain tracks, which. You know, there's more than one person to tell me that. I sincerely hope that isn't true. I mean, if mm. that is, I mean, I know enough evidence to say whether it is or not, but if, if that is true, then why have the BSBL signed that off as a deal for to, ride, to allow riders to only ride on certain tracks? Um, I can't see that. It seems unlikely. Mm. The, the only sort of thing that you would, was similar to that was, was it 84 when Ivan Major only rode home meetings for Exeter? Like that? Yeah, and I do remember that, something. Yeah, got, got away with that one. Um yeah, I mean there was there was a couple of good races towards the end, but it was just it, it was just five one after five one after five one, and you know Kingsley just weren't um, competitive at all. 
Uh, it was really disappointing. You know, I don't think I don't think any I don't think there were any Kingsley fans there. I think they obviously saw the TV show and thought, well, I'm not making mm. not <laughs> petrol to go all the way over to Wolverhampton to watch to watch what's going to be a thrashing, and it, it really was a thrashing. You know, um, Wolves could easily have hit seventy points last night. I've never I've never seen us hit seventy points before. I thought I was going to be right mm. off doing that last night, <laughs> but um, Kingsley got a five-one in the last days to um, you know. Did they get one, or was they given one? <laughs> Uh, it was a good. There was a good battle in that race, to mm. be fair. But um, it was it was you know probably scant consolation really for for Kingsley. And of course, we've now got the statement that's been released by the uh, Speedway Control Bureau. I'm going to read it out to you. Um, following the withdrawal of Artem Ligurta from the Kingsley team at, Wol- at the Wolverhampton Premiership fixture on Monday, the 26th of June, the Speedway Control Bureau have made the following statement. The SCB were informed on the morning of the 26th of June that Artem Ligurta would not be able to attend the fixture due to falling ill after competing for his Polish team, Roslav, on Sunday the 29th, 25th of June. That's not, I've, never, I've never seen this. I'll hurt myself back then, that's not a very nice thing. <laughs> no. Subsequently, the, now you know uh, how the rest of us feel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Subsequently, the SCB received medical documentation at 1.30 confirming that Mr Ligurta had suffered from food poisoning and was unable to travel to the UK and advised to rest for a period of at least two days. Due to missing this fixture through a non-speedway injury sickness as per SCB regulation 010.5H, Mr Ligurta's SCB registration will now be suspended for a period of seven days. Uh, and Kingsley don't have a match for over seven days. So, what's the? Yeah, what, I mean, what, what, what is what the is point? The, and I've not point? heard of that. Right? I mean, if the guy's got a sick note, he's got, he's punished for being ill. That's strange, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So th- there's more going on here than. Well, I, th- I think it, we to, a, to a degree, Wolves probably called Kingsley out a little bit because there was mm. all sorts of speculation that he was going to. Um, miss the meeting. Um, I mean, Chris Harris's name was in the programme as, as, as a guest. Um, mm-hmm. And it was in the it was in the Wolf statement on 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 Sunday, Wolf's preview that was released on on Sunday yeah. that the, the Chris Harris was riding. So what a what a mess! Mm. Really, I don't know. I don't know what Kingsley are doing at the moment. As I say, I've just been doing some mathematics, and Kingsley have used twenty five riders since the sport resumed in twenty twenty one. I don't know what's more impressive and, there: the fact yeah. that, that they've used twenty five riders, or that you can count up to twenty five, but. <laughs> I work, yeah, it took some working out. Yeah. Next next highest, incidentally, is Ipswich with uh, 18. Wow. Sheffield 17, um, Bellevue 15, Peter 15, Wolves 11. Been working hard. I have, yeah. Okay, well, it's all. Somebody on yeah. this show actually does some you know, research. Well, we know, we know it's not you. Yeah. So, we've got a few people on the uh, shout box. Shall we uh, give them a, a no. hello and uh, catch up with what some of them have said? No, I don't actually like them all. Okay. Hello, Simon, Dave, Dennis, uh, Jeff. Yes, apologies at the beginning. Uh, um, Did we lose my monologue? We, well, well, I, I've spent. Do you want me to break? I it? spent whole minutes. How do you want me to break it to you? Um, Can we just say that you know the experiment that you you said we should do? No, that I said we shouldn't do. Right, it didn't work. <laughs> didn't yeah. work. Oh, well. Good monologue. Well. It was, yeah. I, mean, I think it's brilliant. You can do it again if you want, eh? No. Oh, good. It'll be on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, uh, Dave Twine, and uh, Rich says hello. Shall we get into some of the comments? Uh, did, more the, we can? did the guest have food poisoning and have a sick note, says Jeff Daniels? Did the guest have food poisoning and have a sick note? <laughs> oh, Today's guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we going to talk about Laguta or the Diagram Prix? It wasn't Artem Laguta, by the way, before. Mm. <laughs> 
there's some, uh, yeah, well, we're going to talk about both of those things, I think. Okay. Uh, Kings and Riders said their bikes were too powerful for the track. Well, I'm going to I'm going to let you come back for uh, that. Most of those Kings and Riders have ridden at Mama Green before, so that's um, just that's ridiculous because you 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 could, they're all experienced riders. They they, did, they, they retired I, I will, the ignition. I will, they, I will say they did they did seem to be a, a slight problem on the first bend in the first couple of races, but that didn't seem to didn't seem to affect the Wolves riders. Mm. To be fair, but. Uh, uh, good meeting at Peterborough last night. Tarasenko, impressive in his home debut. He beat Bewley twice. Lindsay, impressive for aces, says Paul Governor. He might have a good good little rider there. Yeah, he might um, do, yeah. I didn't I didn't uh, see what the result was, to be honest. But, uh, it was 38-52, I think it was. To, so they still didn't win. <laughs> still didn't win, no. But, uh, I mean, they'll be... Uh, They'll be here, obviously going to Mama Green in a few weeks anyway. Sorry, next week, um, so. <laughs> it's going to be you, one of them nights. Yeah, it is. Go on, I'll let you <laughs> read that one. Uh, Laguta posted himself jogging today, presumably to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was deserves a round of applause. That one. Simon Corbett, they must think we're bloody stupid. Mm, well, what's the? I mean, what is the point of a seven-day ban when that team is not racing for over seven days? Mm. You know. Ooh. Uh, you should think yourself lucky. We have to watch the stars every week. Well, I, I do feel you paying. Give that coming uh, from Birmingham because um, well, we've had not a lot to shout about this ra- season. Rather alarming statement from Buster Chapman after he took after he um, took control of Kingsley again is to say that the team's over budget, um, which sort of pours pours more fuel to the fire that he wants to um, get rid of. Uh, Artem de Goethe, because you know, certainly he won't have come cheap. No. Um, I think there's a, that was a real gamble from Kingsley, I think, getting Laguta in, because they obviously hoped that getting him here, him in would sort of put big numbers on the crowds, and by all accounts, they haven't. This must be aimed at uh, Matt, because it can't be anybody else. Who was the one who, who, got, who can't count and got the week wrong on the prediction league? We all make mistakes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, you do. I know. I um, might one come in here tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Graham Oldfield says he fears for Kingsland owner Keith Chapman wants to offload the club over budget and poor crowds. Mm-hmm. Richie Worrell and NK Iverson are poor, says Paul Kavanagh. Mm. And yeah, I, I heard something about this. Apparently, you you saw the Grand Prix, but I only managed to catch the. The highlights, unfortunately. Um, apparently, Ty Woffenden said something that people are reading as him possibly coming back to British Speedway next year. Um, I don't know whether he's basing that on the on the concerns that he might not be in the GP next season. Maybe because at the moment, I mean, well, at the moment, he does, I mean, he, he's so got. I mean, at the moment, he's outside the he's outside the top six. And he modelled his way into a semi final, didn't he? This yeah. this, which I guess. And I mean, is you've something. got Bealey and, La- and of course you've, you've got Bealey and Lambert both ahead of him, f- fairly comfortably as well in the standing. So, with two British riders in a great chance of being in the uh, series next year, are they going to mm. put a third one in? You know, Ty hasn't won a Grand Prix now since, since 2018, so it's. it's Where would he ride? Well. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. Well, exactly. I would say yeah. Hope, hopefully he's rolling for us because that means we'll be running next season. Mm-hmm. So, Rich Thomas says book gone by July. Quite possible. <laughs> that's things are going so. <laughs> uh, keep passing the book. Rich. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wendy Wolf says Ty will not qualify. He's winding down to packing up. He just seems to have lost a lot of his edge, doesn't he? Mm. I mean, he made a big song and dance during the, the winter about how he was really going to be ready for this season, but he hasn't happened. He, he doesn't happen, no. He, there's, there's been little glimpses now and again, but really just, just not anywhere near... Uh, the consistency's the, gone no, and the, the fire has gone. It's, you know, in, his, in his racing, the fire's gone. Um... Uh, if Laguta and Emil get picks, I fear Ty won't be in the GP next season, which is what we alluded to last year, last week, wasn't it? Mm. So we'll probably ride in the UK. He'll probably end up at Wolves if they're still riding next season or Bellevue. Rich Thompson's, Thomas says if Wolves and Peterborough go, where's Ruffy going to ride? Well, probably Bellevue is probably the pace. What about uh, Zach Cook's fifteen-point maximum? Yeah, super performance. Mm. Trying to been trying to think. A lot of people have been trying to think. Has, has, has there been a fifteen-point maximum from a reserve rider or, in, at Wolves? Not certainly not one I can remember. Okay, well that's um, we'll find out. I'm sure somebody will know. Mm. I'm sure somebody will know. Okay, I think we've caught up a little bit, although we haven't looked at YouTube yet. <clears throat> I've just looked. Okay. No, no, oh, he's no, 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 good guy. <laughs> So, um, better match last Wednesday. Yeah, very good match. Um, Berwick against uh, Birmingham, and we finally... First two heats, 5-1 and a 4-2. I think the whole stadium went quiet, and everybody was going, oh, here we go here again. We go again. Please, yep. no, this is even worse. It felt like that. Um, but a great night, I think, from Seji. Uh-huh. Uh, um Morris also, after his poor, poor first ride, for a poor first ride now. He, he was on it from then on. Yeah, um, great meeting, some good racing. Mm-hmm. I thought, um, and the right result. And a huge from win, my point of <laughs> yeah, huge sorry. win, huge win for Birmingham. Yeah, they they needed to win that meeting. Mm. Um, bearing in mind what's coming to be the next two home fixtures, um, and I think that'll just give everybody a bit of a lift, won't it? Really. Um, uh, it was a good it's app. a shame we couldn't complete the meeting at Edinburgh and, and have a good look on a... I mean, the, yeah. if the ad could piece of the meeting, it wouldn't have meant anything on that track mm. because it was a bit of a lottery, I feel. Well, I think all the riders probably felt, with a new manager as well, that there's a, they're all on trial. Mm. And uh, I don't think they're going to be frightened of making further changes um, over the next... Uh, Next few weeks, I think. As I said last week, though, the, the most important thing for Birmingham between now and the end of the season, yes, of course, they want to make the playoffs. Every team does, but they need to make sure that they're winning all their home matches. They can't, you know. The, I would say about 85 percent of fans only see home matches. They don't. Mm. They don't go to away matches now, so they're going to, you know, they expect to see their team. Home win. matches are difficult to go to. They're far away. They're in midweek and and so on. They, yeah. That's not easy to get to home. I mean, I, I took away matches. I should say. I haven't been to one myself this year. Yeah, didn't go to one at all last year, which is the first year for I don't know how long that I haven't been. Uh, uh, so there you go. Craig Smith says I was impressed at the meeting on BSN uh, at Perry Bar. Craig didn't look particularly great on TV. Is it only the home straight where you can stand at every bar at Perry Bar? I should say. I think like Mum or yes, it is. Yep. Uh, pretty much. Obviously, there's. We have the bar as well, which is usually quite well Yeah, the, bar was, the bar was fairly well patronised, to be fair. There was quite a few people in there. I would say the crowd was up. Probably whether it was not by enough to sort of, you know, be 
enough to hopefully I mean I think it'll be up against Paul because Paul will bring yeah a crowd down they always do mm-hmm. Glasgow uh, generally Bob, br- Glasgow say. generally bring quite a few down as well don't mm. they yes and they do they, actually they travel away so um, and of course people are bringing support away because I think they're going to beat us mm. as well that always helps from that point of view I guess um, well, I think, of course, obviously with the pool meeting with, with Steve Worrell and Zach Cook riding, there might be a possibility of some Wolves fans making the trip over mm-hmm. to Perry Bar as well. And I am impressed with Zach Cook. I, yeah. Uh, very much so. Um, so, I mean, I just want to go through the 1-7 the, the to seven, um, for Birmingham. Nick Morris, much better. Mm, after his poor first ride, poor which first seems to ride. be a bit of a custom now. So. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't have a poor, very often has a poor second ride as well, mm. <laughs> and sometimes even a poor third ride. But he, he was on, definitely on the speed after that. Oh, yeah. Um, Alfie Botel, also somebody who had a, a slow first ride. I think the first ride, they both got outgated, and there was a lot of, uh, thank you, there was a lot of um, water on the track, and they just got filled in, is what I think happened. Yeah. Um, but Al- Alfie Botel. On Burton after his first ride. Yeah. Yep. Very good. He's, you know, I would say he's. I mean, I don't think Zeta, he's been Birmingham's best rider this mm. season by by a long mm-hmm. shot. So, um, uh, three we had uh, Troy Bachelor. Troy Bachelor. Well, that that was quite a revelation. He was re- He got us going, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, when he came out and just stormed into the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't didn't look as impressive when he missed the gate, did he? No, but. but yeah, as long as he makes the gate, I don't mind. I mean, he'll, he'll he'll add that little bit. He'll add that bit of fire that's needed mm. in the middle order of the team, without a shadow of a doubt. So, uh, Dan Thomas, you mean Dan Thompson? Dan Thompson, yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I will. <laughs> I will get these names. Wrong. We don't claim to be professional. No, I will so. get these names wrong oh, all night long. Me. Don't worry about that. Um, possibly not his best. Not not his best. Obviously, paid winning his first eight, and then yeah. two lasts, and then obviously finishing the night off with a with a second place. So five points, I guess, is not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's on his on his average thereabouts, yep. isn't it? Um, Just we have Justin Sedgman, a lot better. God, it was great, better, yeah. and, and some passing from behind from yeah. from Sedge, which people say he can't do. Mm-hmm. Well, he can. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. It was it was his best best meeting at home anyway, um, and he got his first home win. Mm-hmm. So yeah, great. Yeah. Um, Joe Thompson, Sam Hagen obviously was number six. Remember, so oh, yes, let's switch some there. Yeah, um, yeah um, looked on the pace, didn't he? To be fair, he looked on just the pace. Not, not knowing the track. Obviously, I don't think he's ridden it very well before, has he? So Sam Hagen, I don't believe so. No, um, and he wasn't quick out the gate. No, and I think that. Doesn't never helps, does it? No, never it helps. Um, but I think uh, also, I saw enough there to be, you know, of course, optimistic about. Of course, he's replaced. We have to say this, James Pearson, who's went and got six points Plymouth. at Plymouth the other yeah. night. So I mean, well done, James. Was the first thing to say. Um, I think he may well come back and haunt us. Um, and I do hope we get a chance to see him ride well, once again. Well, I mean, he's been a victim really of the uh, of the points thing, mm-hmm. doesn't he? So mm-hmm. absolutely, unfortunately. Uh, and Joe Thompson, mm-hmm. four points from uh, five rides, which is sort of there yeah. or thereabouts, yeah. I four, guess. Four points from from the two reserves at a home meeting. He's not going to win many matches, is he? I mean, no, because and, and, and Berry crucially haven't got the strongest yeah. uh, reserves, but so that that is a bit of a worry. Joe yeah. Thompson, of course, has now got a broken collarbone. Yeah, do they replace him? 
They don't think they have to, don't they? Yeah, have to, I think. Otherwise, well, I know. otherwise you, you, you're ending up with um, a guest of a, a National League rider and then you've basically got two National Development League riders at reserve there. So that's going to be interesting yeah. to see what happens there. Yeah. I have to say, in last week's match, I mean, Berwick obviously were on the wrong end of the result, but I mean, they did certainly contribute to a very good meeting. Um, very, very strong opening pairing in Rory Schlein and mm-hmm. Thomas Jorgensen. Obviously got two five ones between them in the first. And you thought they were going to be unbeatable after the first two uh, sort of heats that they raced in. Yeah. Um, and Thomas Jorgensen in particular I thought was uh, quite impressive. Yeah, he's always impressed me whenever mm-hmm. he's riding at Perry Bar though. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, just lack of numbers really. I mean, Leon Flint was really disappointing. Only picked up six points on the track a bit. The, after, his, after winning his first race. Um, By a long way as well. Yeah, the the uh, times were quite quick as well, weren't they? Which was yeah test t- test to the yeah, the track. Which down there, fifty eights, fifty nines, sixty, sixty point four. You know, in the last eight, sixty point six two. That's you know slightly faster than you would normally expect mm-hmm. for the for the last day, wouldn't you? So yeah, absolutely. Oh, I think we've talked about Birmingham a little bit now, so yeah. we'll probably also move on before we bore everybody that doesn't <laughs> talk with a brummy accent. Uh, John Bird, what do we think to the pairs meeting on Thursday at Leicester with teams not fielding their strongest rider lineup? No Emil or Laguta due to not in their contracts to race only league meetings. I'm a bit, I'm, it doesn't really surprise me that um, Emil um, Sofford not riding it. I'm maybe slightly more surprised that Doyle isn't riding in it though, because mm. Doyle rode in the um, in the pairs meeting this last season. Um, it's probably good for everybody else because um, I think Doyle and Sofford off riding in that competition would probably clean up, wouldn't they? Yeah, I fair, think they would. I think they so would. So it sort of happens to the house a little bit, but I think a lot of people who would have gone there expecting to see some of the big names, or maybe will be a little bit. Uh, I think it's visible. disappointing. I think it should. It's worth. Worth pointing out, of course, it wasn't a meeting that was originally in the calendar because it was, of course, going to be staged over three, four mm-hmm. lengths. And, of course, they decided to change it after the season started. So if there was a Polish meeting arranged before that, then that would get uh, priority. priority. Yeah. So, And th- I think Poland race on Thursdays. Yeah, they, they do. So yeah. um, that's possibly what's going on there a little bit. Uh, Anthony Bailey says Joe Thompson had injured now for Birmingham. Any update on the injury? As far as I'm aware, it's a broken collarbone. Yeah. Um, that usually take about six weeks, don't they? Yeah, it's such a of common time. injury for speedway mm. rides, though, isn't it? So, yeah, it it is, and perhaps, perhaps that meeting shouldn't have gone ahead right from the start, really. Yeah, but you know, we all love hindsight. Uh, Wendy Wolf, what's the latest on Laguta and his injury that only affects UK riding? The spectators were so pleased to have him at Lynn, at Lynn but no doubt he's not affordable. Does anyone from these forums lobby the BSPA about what's happening to improve the sport in the UK and horse the decline? Well, there's a lot to pick up uh, to pick <laughs> in that one. Yep. Yeah. So um, we don't know what the latest is on his um, injury, but he did had. I mean, he definitely had an injury. We all saw it happen. Yeah. Um, so that that's the first thing to say. Um, whether is he affordable or is he not? We don't. I mean, you he would get, you would guess he, that he'd be expensive. But he you won't don't have know. Come cheap. He won't have come cheap. That's for certain. You don't know that because he might be looking at getting back on the international but stage. Then, well, then again, it might it might not be massive. Might not be massive fee, but. It's whether it's affordable to Kings Lynn. Mm. Yeah, well, um, so absolutely. Looking at the crowd, looking at the size of, the, I mean, I, I watched his debut, mate, debut, which was against um, Sheffield, and everybody was making a big song and dance about, mm. oh, well, 
how many numbers he's going to add on to the crowd. Well, it didn't seem to, to add many. Does anyone from these forums lobby the BSPA about what's happening to improve the sport in the UK and halt their decline? I think we've, Could, been, we've been doing that for about 20 years. Yeah, I mean, I, I, ha- I have on occasion, for one reason or another, not for a very long time, but I have um, sent to emails and so on to the BSPL, um, or the BSPA as it was, I've never got a reply back. Not even a thank you for your, you know, uh, we've received your email or whatever. Never had, I've, I have sent letters as well, never had a reply back. It's just a vacuum. Um, now, I think part of that is because I don't have a lot of staff there. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because they don't want to answer the questions, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we now have Phil Morris. Yeah. As the CEO, who's supposed to be um, looking at all of these things, it's been very quiet. Well, I, I did, I did say at the start of the season. I think you'll probably see more from him after this year mm-hmm. when he's had a chance to look at a lot of things of what is happening and what's not. happening. I would put a caveat on that if the BSPL yep. allow him to, because oh, if he comes in and says, oh, "Well, this needs to change, and this needs to change, and this needs to change," and two or three promoters think, "Well, that's not, that's going to that's going to directly harm my." my business, whether it does or whether it doesn't, if they have that perception that it is. Um, mm, I think this was, a veto, this, this was your worry at the start of the season, was it, is he going to be allowed to do the job? So. Exactly, because we've had, we've had similar things before. Yeah. And the BSPI, let's be honest, have a history of trying ideas that we think are good, yeah. and then they don't, get, don't quite get the application of it right. And instead of going, well, we didn't get... That right, but it's still a good idea, so we'll change that. They've gone, yeah. oh, that was rubbish, and get rid of it. Mm. So it does worry me. Who do you think gets into the Team GB team for World Cup? Oh, it's not Cup? far away, is it? No. It's about question. That's a very good question, which I, to which I'm now going to answer this question for you. Does Ty Waffenden get a pick? I would pick him at the moment, yes. Okay. Because? Well, for his experience, I think. I would pick him for. By the same token, people were picking Chris Harris as for, for his experience for a long Ty, time. Ty Wolfenden is still. I know. I know Ty's not having a great season, but he's still. He's, he's rolling at a higher level than than Bomber is. That's okay. not. That's not. No. Yeah. No. Bomber. No. But I'm not, I'm not saying Bomber now. But yeah. there was a period when when yeah. Bomber was on his decline. Shall we say in the same way that Ty appears to be. Yeah. Um, you know, probably come back next week and, and bite bite us in the arm and, and win. The GP program, I, I hope so. Yep. Um, but there was a, that period when Bomber was getting pricked for his experience mm-hmm. because he was the only one we got at that point, I think. Yep. Um, so I don't know. Is there a case for... I, think, I mean, I think you know, Robert Lambert and um, Dan Bewley are... I think they're shoo-ins. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think Tom Brennan would be as well. Okay. Uh, Ty, obviously that would be four. Who would get the fifth pick? That's a good question. Steve Worrell? Somebody on here said Steve Worrell. Um, if it was a mummer, if there was a meeting at Mummer, you'd, you'd 100% you'd pick him. Because he's, I, I would say at the moment, he's our best rider. It's amazing when you think he's having such a good season. Mm. Pools, and he doesn't seem to be doing quite as well for, for Paul. Um, whereas it's, it's the opposite with Sam Masters. He's, having a, he's, having a, he's in great form for Oxford, but he's... Doesn't he just doesn't seem quite at it at the moment for Wolves? I mean, obviously, but better night last night, but I don't think he, I don't think he could have not had a better night really, with, with given the we were racing against. But uh, I'm waiting for somebody to uh, talk about uh, Scott Nichols as a pick. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad I mean, there's experience for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're certainly riding, riding well at the moment. I can't think of anybody else. Eurosport might have something to say about that because they'll, well, they'll lose a pundit, won't they? Yeah, for... um, yeah I, I mean, I can't think. Well, the World Cup's in a couple of weeks, isn't it? So, and I think, how long is it going to be before the... Uh, well, have they announced the squad yet? I don't think they have. Called. don't think they have, I know no. they've announced the schedule, but not the squad, so... Interesting. Answers on a postcard. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we will, ah, we will be doing a full. your question we'll about be doing, we'll be doing a full preview of the World Cup, obviously in, in due course. Anyway, so away at Cradley, nineteen seventy-two, Wolves number seven, Tom Ledbetter, three, 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 three. Nice that he was at Cradley as well. Yeah, well, from, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm. I've got it in my mind that Charles Omalenko got a um, maximum of a, a full maximum of reserve in his first season in ninety-one as well. Which ironically was against Kings Lynn, although it was a better Kings Lynn team than the one that turned up last night. Arthur Brown in riding for Birmingham mm. at reserve got a maximum. It was obviously a twelve point maximum in those days. Yeah. But he got one in his very first ever meeting, actually. Mm. His very first ever meeting of any type of speedway meeting got a maximum. That's not bad going, is it? Not bad. <laughs> uh Doyle has a rearranged Polish league meeting. Mm. Um I don't know how much these meet, these pairs meetings pay the riders as well. I mean that's another yep. that's another thing. Um, Brian Buck's got us a true or false. Oh, I can um, see that. I'll do all yeah. this for you if you like. Uh, true or false? Have the Brummies ever had three brothers riding in the team at the same time? Oh. I think I know the answer. Yeah. Think I know the answer. Okay. Simon Corbett says true. Hollies. Oh. Um, that's not, not the answer that no, I had. Les Tully never rode for Birmingham. Uh, yep, no, Les Tully never rode for Birmingham, says Brian. Oh, see, I was going to go with the Grahams, so I've been, um, I've been put on my ear for that because that's gone. Mm-hmm. Alan and Andy and John. Uh, wow. Did John ever ride for Birmingham? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not for many meetings, oh. but he did. He did some. He did some meetings for us. Um, okay, well, keep keep those answers coming. Oh. Uh, Graham's gone for the Grahams. Oh. Alan and Andy never rode together for Birmingham, did they? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Alan and Andy did. Oh, yeah. I thought Alan yeah. left before Andy started. So. Yes, but they still rode in the same in the same Birmingham too, because Alan, I believe, guested. Oh right. So there you go. Is that well? Yes. Well, I suppose This is Speedway, of course it counts. <laughs> um, Waffy Lambert, Bewley, Harrison, Brennan says Rich Thomas. I'm not so sure about Harrison. Mm, no, after after yesterday's meeting. John Bird, I read the GP and elite riders that riding in Polish leagues are declaring that league team structure is dangerous with young riders hitting riders and can't control bikes at high level. Racing in top league and second division exa- um, e- example holder Kolejnish and Becker all being yeah. hit. I saw that today, yeah. Becker's was a really nasty one. I haven't seen those, yeah, so I will have yeah, to... Tough on Luke, on Luke as well because he's, you know, he's had a tough season so far, especially with that, uh, with that injury. Chris Harris was quite dreadful at Monmore last night, scoring one point, and that was off his partner. Yeah, but well, he guessed it for, for um, 
Kingsley on the opening day of the se- on the opening night of the season. I think he got one in that match against right. Russell. Kingsley obviously didn't learn the lessons there. Uh, Waffy Lambert Bewley Wright and Brennan says uh, Craig Charles Smith. Wright yeah Charles, Charles Wright yeah, he's having cook. a good season yeah absolutely um, actually I think I think that that would about do it for mm. me I that think four of them pick themselves don't they to be fair Dave Twine's going for the Grand Brothers again for, but we've already had oh. the answer no about that one so I'm going to I'm going to actually say that, that they hadn't, that's never happened mm. that's Rich Thomas is Eric Stendon got a maximum at uh, Bradford riding for Swindon. That would be at ACAs, would it, I think, something like that. Possibly. Sounds about, that sounds mm. about right, so. So it has happened. Mm. But I think Arthur Browning gets the gets the prize for doing it in his first Look, ever meeting. meeting. Yeah. So there you go. Yep. Right, well, should we um, move on to the Grand Prix? I'm just looking at the time and it's still 10 to 8, so we're okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put a battery on that in there. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Sure. Yeah. Put yeah. it the right way around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, dreadful meeting. Saved by a, a brilliant final. Uh, so unbelievable ride from, from Bartsmore. Yeah. He, you know, he wanted to win that one, didn't he? Obviously. Mm. Home track, although it's not obviously his, his ex home track. His home track, track. track although it's his hometown, of course. Obviously, mm. he uh, goes off and born and bred. But... Uh, that was a real, you could, I think uh, that that was a real sh- sort of shot across the bars across all the other riders, wasn't it? To say it's uh-uh. not, not going to happen this year. Um, three Grand Prix wins, arguably not really been at his best so far in, in a lot of these meetings. He's sort of you know done the, done the minimum to get into the final. That that's, would, all, that's all he needs to do really at the yeah, moment, though. So that was pure, pure schmarschlicker. Yeah, uh, that, that final was. He um, just he just bullied. Madsen out of the way in the mm. end, didn't they? So just pile the pressure on him, and in the end, you know, um, I mean, Leon Madsen was probably his best performance of the season. To be yep. fair, he hasn't had a he hasn't had a great season so far, but uh, certainly was a lot more on it. Uh, I sort of muddled his way into yeah. a semi final. So ninety points for Bartos Smarslik, Jack Alder sixty nine, Fred Lingren sixty eight, Jason Doyle sixty eight, Leon Madsen sixty, Robert Lambert fifty four. That's the top six at the moment. So Bartos with a um, Twenty-one. We're lead. over halfway through now, aren't we? Yeah, but that, that's the halfway point. There's mm. ten rounds. We've had five so far. Right. So um, another title, I think, looks more and more likely now for injuries. The only thing one. you would say that can. Uh, uh, I think so, and I think the uh, once again the, the spectre of uh, the uh, record that's currently held by Messrs Major and Ricards, and again coming under a bit of uh, scrutiny as well as to whether Smarzlik might. Uh, Catch them. This would be this would be this would be fourth. The fourth well, I think the, I think as far as the my major record is concerned, yeah. you can't compare it. It's mm. a different type of world championship. Mm. So, well, at the end of the day, major won his six championships in the format that uh, that was used at the time in the same way that Smalls Dick's doing it mm-hmm. in the and in, in Bri- and Rick Carlton as well, obviously. So, yeah, but I would say that format is much more yeah. difficult to win. Multiple is the for, format more difficult to win, or is the current field making it slightly? Because uh, Major had to do it against people like Olsen, Indian Briggs, Briggs, and uh, Rick, Rick Hartson had to do it against rods like Crump and Pedersen and Gollum and Hancock. Mm-hmm. So, and 
Smart, the, the, the problem Smartly is, hasn't it's, got it's real, real, hasn't well, got, uh, well, the one the one rider that probably would have pushed him is he's not allowed to race in the GPs at the yeah. moment. So yeah, so. yeah. Uh, Jim Torrell says, "I'm surprised Harris actually knows who he's contracted to ride for. He pops up everywhere apart from Ipswich." <laughs> we said this yesterday, actually. <laughs> yeah. There, that if they got rid of the guest rule, Chris Harris would go bankrupt. Wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the uh, World Team Cup, uh, Dave Twine saying, "Woofy Lambert, Bewley, and Lawson." So there we go. So it's uh, nearly 22, so I think we probably should be looking at the uh, Nigel Pearson Prediction uh, League. Prediction League. Yeah, or maybe you don't want to look at it. Well, I don't know. I thought I had quite a good week last week. I had three greens, didn't I? Uh, I think you were dreaming that. Yeah. See, my, I'm see, maybe I was dreaming. <laughs> Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh, Still very close at the top. So you are there. Mm-hmm. I had two greens. Oh, yeah. And I'm still two, two, two above you. Yeah. <clears throat> yep, 20 points above you. Yeah, I think I've caught up on you, mate. 20 points? You're not going to make that up. No, I have caught up on you, is what I'm saying. Oh, a little bit. Nah, not much. I'm so, going to have you. I'm having you. I'm having you. <laughs> yeah. We've got John, Bull, John Bird, uh, Andrew Garner, Graham Gambrell, and Simon Corbett is in fourth, chasing... Okay, right, that's changed about a little bit, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Simon had a bad start, didn't he, as mm-hmm. well, but uh, he's uh, sort of coming back into the fold a little bit. How dare he? Right, I guess we'd better... Yeah, well, there's not actually that many meetings on there this week. We've got a lot of individuals, of course, which we don't generally do for the... Uh... you better give me your pen. Thank you very much. Can you be trusted not to mess about with it? <laughs> no. Okay, so your first one is on Friday. That's in the National League, Edinburgh Academy against Berwick Bullets. Edinburgh versus the Moonlights. Um, and this is up to you, Chris. Oh, it's not really. You just thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Edinburgh by, I'm trying to look at your facial expression. Eight. Oh, <laughs> got it wrong, <laughs> enough. Okay. Um, I'll say Edinburgh by four. Oh, far off then. I'll say Berwick by six. Okay, next up, also on Friday in the Championship. This will be an interesting one. Scunthorpe against Oxford. Yeah. Um, that's down to me. Okay, so Oxford are doing so well, aren't they? They're in the box seat at the moment, mm. it's a long season. So. Um, that was a good win against Paul last week. I'm going to say, let's just do it, I'm going to go for a draw. There's always one in there, isn't there? So. Uh, yeah, one of these days I'm going to get one of these right. Yeah. So up to you. Uh, Scunthorpe by eight, I've gone for. Scunthorpe by 12. That's a big cup. Okay, yeah, next up. No oh. comment. Okay, Friday. Uh, next up on Friday we've got our first... Uh, Final of the season, the BSN series final. That's Glasgow against Poole. Mm-hmm. It's up to you, Matt. Glasgow by 10. Glasgow by 4. See, I was going to say Glasgow by 4, but I'm trying to pick up points on you, so I can't yeah, do that. Yeah, so I'll yeah. have to go in between Glasgow by 6. Okay, next up is the uh, return of the NDL meeting uh, from Friday. That's Berwick against Edinburgh. And up to you, Chris. Uh, Berwick. Edinburgh. Well, it's going to be one of them. For, I was waiting for the reactions. I didn't get. I didn't get any. I had poker face. Edinburgh by six. <laughs> anyway, you was going to say that. Be- Berwick by ten. Berwick by twelve. I've gone for. Okay. Okay. Right then. On Sunday, we've got. He's staying in the NDL. We've got Kent against Oxford. Uh, that's up to me. Uh, whew, I'm going to say Kent by four. I've gone Oxford by four. Oxford by eight. Okay. Uh, Augusta God's farewell on Peter, so we wish him well, of course, in that for, uh, for that one. Obviously, uh, Bromwich riders in there now. Yep, of course. So moving on to Monday in the Premiership, Bellevue against Wolves, and that's up to you, Matt. 
would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, of course it would. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go for Bellevue by 10. Yeah, not, not a happy hunting ground, really, is it? Uh, not done too badly there yeah. in recent years. I'm still scarred by losing that uh, yeah, super heat. Yeah. I'll go Bellevue by 12. We should say, by the way, get well soon, Luke Becker. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm going to say Bellevue by 10. Okay, and the final one, no, not the final one, the penultimate one, I should say, Sheffield against Peterborough. Is that there? is, yeah. It was a bit of a coupon buster last week, wasn't it? with Leicester winning at Sheffield. Mm. I don't think anybody... Uh... Peterborough by 6. <laughs> Sheffield by 18. Oh God! I've gone Sheffield by sixteen. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you gave nothing away at all, did you? Nothing at all. You really want to catch me up? Don't oh you? yes. <laughs> and the final one in the championship: Plymouth against Berwick. Uh, this is me, isn't it? I've, I've bossed it up here. Well, first thing to say is good luck, uh, James Pearson, and I'm going to say Plymouth by six. Plymouth by four. Plymouth by 10. There we go. And that's it. So not that many meetings. As soon as it's the height of the season, we've not seen that many uh, league fixtures. Well, there's not many fixtures full mm. stop, is there? No. Certainly in the Championship. Um, well, I was looking at Oxford's fixture list. Um, you think um, in August, of course, you've got the peak of the summer, peak of the season. Obviously, you've got the kids on summer holidays, and at the moment, they've got one fixture. Mm. You have to have in peak part of the season. That's. I want an extra point. I got it right. Yeah. Mike Harris is correct this time. William <laughs> did have two sets of brothers, Wally, Jack and Jeff Lloyd, and Alan, Andy and John Graham, but never tracked both brothers in the same match. Jim Dick and Les Tolly did all ride in several matches together for Gradley, but only Dick and Jim rode for the Brummies. There we go. So. You don't get an extra point because it's not part of the prediction league. No, no, no. no. Well, I thought we made the rules. You just salvage a bit of pride. That's all. Yeah, I thought we, I thought we made the rules up. It's like <laughs> six points to be honest. But Dave Tyne says you, I had one of his then because he's got a point still missing. Mm. So that's over to you. Yeah, that is over to me. Yeah, that is a, to, uh, yeah. another mistake on my part. Another another one. Tut tut tut. And we've caught up with our um, comments on the chat box. So, um, interesting situation, I think, in um, the Premiership now, where Leicester is doing so much better than anybody really expected. Can they continue with that, do you think? They've got a compact little team, mm. Leicester. Yeah, they've got some good riders in that sort Two of them are Birmingham riders. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're doing well. I mean, I don't think anybody expected them to, uh, to go to Sheffield and... Win. No. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think they're they're obviously at Wolves in. A, they're the only team I think in the top league that haven't been to Wolves yet. So right. I mean, that's going to be an interesting one when they come. I mean, that'll be a should be a good atmosphere for that one as well because Leicester will bring quite a lot of because it's it is effectively a, a Midland derby, isn't it? So they are the when, do they, when do they come over? Not till end of next month, I don't think. Nicola rained off then. Eh? Um. <laughs> <laughs> quite possibly. Yeah. Well, let's have a look at the uh, league tables while we've. Uh, that's a good idea. Excuse yeah. me while I stretch my legs. Next other time, yeah. A copper. Yeah. That'd be nice of you. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Be the first, be first, wouldn't it? Okay, so at the moment in the top league, we've got uh, Bellevue 27 from 15, Wolves 20 from 11, Leicester 20 from 11, Sheffield 13 from 10, Ipswich 13 from 12, Kingsley 7 from 12, and Peterborough 2 from 11. 
there's something that's very glaring in that title, isn't there? Mm. So it seems a very much worse than the other. Than the other. But not just that. Oh. I, I'm thinking of Ipswich, who was a lot of people's pick-to-win thing. Yeah. Uh, mine included, I have to say. Um, they've done it again, haven't they? They do this year Top heavy. Well, two, very, very top heavy. They've got a great top two, but they don't really have enough. Nothing, Danny, King has, Danny King has another, has another brilliant season. He's had a couple of good meetings, though. Well, he started getting a little bit better, but they're, gonna, they're certainly going to need more from... From him, I mean, they're not out of it. Obviously, they've still got quite a bit to go. But uh, you know, it's certainly the the top four places are going to come from those five. I don't think Kingsley or Peterborough are going to muscle their way in. So, <laughs> thanks, Pete. Uh, Pete says he'd like to thank my partner for picking up tyres last week and getting covered in stale water and dog sand. <laughs> Very welcome to do it again tomorrow. <laughs> I have a feeling that's probably going to be in. That, that was the one that I took to the. Oh, you didn't hear my oh, monologue, so. Yeah. Um, okay. But. Okay, so let's have a look then at the uh, championship. And as I say, we said earlier, Oxford running away with a good lead at the moment on uh, 13 points from six. Glasgow, nine from four. Poole, nine from five. Scunthorpe, seven from seven. Redcar, seven from six. And Birmingham in the top six in the pl- in a playoffs place. <laughs> When you consider they've only won two matches all season, four from six. Edinburgh, two from five. Berwick, two from four. Plymouth, two from uh, seven. Now, we've got a big thank you to say, actually. To, but unfortunately, we're not entirely sure who we've got to say <laughs> to. Uh, Pete Clark out there will know. Um, so, Pete, where did, who did this um, Speedway Tavern uh, placard for us, please? Uh, it's Wonderfully light. Mm, yeah. Fantastic. Beautiful. Um, so, yeah. Don't use it for ironing on, for goodness sake. <laughs> no. I've <laughs> That's going up in the studio in Proda Place. Probably yeah. over that Birmingham City scarf over so there. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, so? Yeah, I mean, okay, let's just, just talk about that for a second. How the hell do Birmingham win one match, one home match, and get up to sixth place? Admittedly, there has are nobody there else. Has nobody else mon- done any? <laughs> Admittedly, there are only nine teams in the league, but uh, yeah, but still a play, still a playoff place, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, that I think that sixth place is going to be up for grabs. I think Oxford are going to be there. I think Glasgow should be there. Paul, you never write Paul off. Scunthorpe, no. strong tie. Redcar, probably not doing as well as a lot of people expected. So I mean, they were from a lot of people, including me, actually, were the favourites. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you look at Birmingham, Edinburgh not having a great season, Berwick up and down, Plymouth not having a great season either. So that that sixth place is, is very much uh, up there for grabs for somebody to go and grab it, I think. Could Birmingham do it? Well, I think the, the changes certainly have made Birmingham stronger, definitely at home. As I said, they've got to, they've certainly got to win home matches. They can't really uh, be... Uh, you know, I think I think the next two home matches, they'll be tough ones, mm-hmm. but I think they'll be... Especially if there's more changes on the way, they'll certainly be much more. So we've competitive. got Paul and Glasgow. Glasgow, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be thirty-six, fifty-four defeats like the the uh, mm. previous two weeks, but um, previous two meetings. But I think I think Birmingham will be more competitive, and they'll they'll need to be really. You have to say that was a massive meeting, Oxford versus Paul. Yeah, um, and the result, Oxford absolutely <laughs> flattened them. Didn't yeah, they, so. I mean that's. Don't think anybody saw that coming, did they? Yeah. Well, they've been going well, haven't they, Oxford? But mm. uh... Pete says it was made by a CNC operator he works with called Slav. 
Well done, Slav. Yeah. Yeah. To send him our thanks, Pete. Okay. And let's have a look at the National League as well then. So you've got Oxford on 13 from 8. You've got Mildenhall 13 from 8. Leicester 11 from 7. Workington 9 from 6. Bellevue 8 from 8. Kent 5 from 6. Edinburgh 4 from 6. And Berwick 2 from 8. So very close at the top of that league as well. Between... uh, Oxford and, and Milnor. Milnor had a terrific start to the season. Haven't they? So, but, uh, they've, uh, it feels weird to see Bellevue yeah. that low. Yeah. Would never have well, you look at You look at the fixtures so far, that's actually quite even at the moment. You've got eight matches. Some teams have done eight, some have done seven, some have done six. So mm. it's it's fairly um, level Good, in terms uh, of fixtures. Spread. It's, yeah. not, you know, it's not one of these leagues where you've got one, one team's ridden 12 matches, another one's ridden two, and it mm. just looks absolutely stupid. But... Uh, no, again, the National League's looking like it's going to be a competitive league as uh, as well. I mean, it's it's obviously great for Oxford, you know, top of the two leagues. Two leagues, yeah. So Leicester, obviously, have got a great record in that league as well in, in recent seasons. I think it's big for Leicester as well that they've still got National League racing to look forward to on a, on a Saturday because mm-hmm. of the uh, decision to, well, it's obviously enforced with having to move to Thursdays with moving into the top league, so. Yeah, I mean, three... Close leagues, really. Yeah. Difficult to call a winner on all three of them at the moment, isn't it? So, I mean, Bellevue would seem to be favourites in the top league, but perhaps they've been slowing down just a little bit of late. Mm. Uh, I mean, Leicester's just surprised everybody. I'm not that surprised about Leicester, to be fair, because I looked at their team at the start of the season and it was you know, quite a good, solid, compact side. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they the surprise team of all the leagues, would you say? Possibly. Possibly. Well, quite possible, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Who, would, who would run a close second? <sighs> Birmingham, top six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Birmingham, Birmingham in the top, top six. six yeah. Yeah. At the moment, probably, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> And that's something we could we could finish talking about is what uh, Simon Corbett is alluding to. I know it's early, but it's got to be one league next year. If you lose Peterborough, if you lose Wolverhampton, please note, note in both of those. But there, there is a possibility that you could lose Wolverhampton for a year. Yeah. Um, who else is going? I mean, Birmingham's not exactly... Cut and tried at the moment. I'm, I'm concerned for Kings Lynn, to be honest, particularly Kings if Lynn. they're going to be having performances like that. Mm-hmm. So Kings Lynn's another one. Don't want to lose Kings Lynn. That's a great track. Here's the thing. Do we think there are too many meetings in the season? No. No, no I don't think there's enough. Not enough, really, enough no. We've got 11 meetings if we don't make any. Um, you would you? If you was Birmingham City had eleven meetings, would you no, be just happy? Just thinking, with it? if there were less meetings, I mean, surely the the crowds would be better because you know there's a bit more builds up a bit of excitement to you know the meeting. I'll answer that point in a minute, Rich Thomas. Um, to the best of my ability, but then you start finding other things to do. Mm. That's been mm. that's going to be the problem. That's going to be the problem for Walls if Walls end up closing for a year or a. People are going to find other things to do on their Monday night and then you get out of the habit of doing it. Oh, I think it's what happened to Birmingham, really, wasn't it? Generations were lost. Uh, yeah. 
So, okay, there's a couple of things being said here. Um, so Brian has said one big league could only come about with a massive reduction in team strengths and costs. None of the existing championship clubs could possibly afford to move up. And I doubt whether any of the current premiership clubs could would risk mm. moving down. I think I think Paul probably could. Yeah. Uh, the, the, okay, the, 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 the problem with that is that they might not have any choice. It might be forced now, might there, it? There might be no choice, and I don't think it'll be about one moving up or another moving down. I yeah. think it'll be about it was, finding it was, a middle ground. Yeah, I mean, it was different It was different last time it happened in the 90s, you know, because there was a lot of clubs. I think we ended up with the 20 team, with the twenty team league right. in 95 and, and 96, and unfortunately that was all done on the terms of the, the top league. You know, I think the idea at the time was that they were going to share a lot of the top riders out, and then some of them decided not to, basically. Um, uh, yeah. Dave Twine agrees so. with me. There you go. Less is more. I agree, Chris. Yeah. See, you know, you could have sort of like a, yeah. a super meeting. I think eleven meetings is too 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 much less. Mm. Why not have like a super meeting at one stadium? I think Rich like, Thomas has said there. Where are the where are the riders going to come from for one one league? Well, of course, the problem with having the doubling obviously it's created a rider shortage. Yeah, but if you're losing four teams, yeah, that's a place where where riders come from. Um, It will, you know, if it has to happen, it they will find a way. Yeah. If it has to happen, it has to happen. Um, that, and, and it's it's a case of yeah. making it happen by yeah. manipulating averages and so on, isn't yeah. it? I mean, I've, I've I've said, I've said right from the moment they they, they made they decided to step down that Paul shouldn't be in the championship. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I can't I can't believe that many of the Paul fans are too happy about it. I mean, you've got the chance to see riders like Lagusa, Doyle, and Cyphers, and often they're Riding in the second division, paying paying similar admission fees to what the top flight clubs you pay as well. So, right. and a, a pause. So, a club that have been used to being dominant in the top league for the best part of ten, fifteen years. You know, should they really be riding in the second tier? I guess. I mean, I suppose the reasons were, were that they were riding in the league that was affordable, and I don't think they were happy about losing Wednesday nights. But, um. No, it it never made it's never really made sense to me, and I, I I get the impression certainly I get the impression from from listening to people like Neil Middleditch talk that he didn't necessarily agree with the decision and that mm. he would rather they were still racing in the in the top league. Glasgow possibly as well, although I suppose the the argument you can make against Glasgow would be the distance to their nearest track, which would be Bellevue. So, yeah, I mean that is, but if it becomes one league, if you've got six. Teams in the top league, and it could be less than six teams, mm. and you've only got what, seven teams, and it could be less than seven in the championship. Have you got any choice but to make it one league? Yeah, so like a, a, a league of like 15, 15. If you're lucky, yeah. yeah. The way it's going. The only, about, the only thing, the only thing with having a with having a big league, of course, is if. You end up with a situation where you've got a lot of meaningless matches going on with teams that can't really do anything. They can't really, they can't win the league. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sort of stuck yeah, in the table. Don't you have like a pay structure like you're doing like football? Where you, you know. Yeah, but it doesn't make it any more entertaining for the champ for the for the fans, which is what I think you, you, you're yeah. alluding to. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if it's, if, it's, if it's a case where you know the more meetings they, the higher up the league they finish, the more uh, funds that are available from the pot. But there isn't. But there isn't a pot. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Yeah. So when you yeah. only started talking, yeah. say yeah. pot, I thought you were going to say something else. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't a pot. 
and I don't. This last ten minutes has has, 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 has become the how can we improve Speedway? Section, well, we do that. We do yeah. that all the time. Don't have, we? Have, 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 have Speedway teams ever amalgamated? That's a good question. I don't know. Crowd in Stoke did, didn't they? In '96. Well, that wasn't only for one year. For one year, that wasn't. It didn't work. <laughs> the Stoke Heathens, was they? No, they were Crowdy and Stoke Heathens, weren't they? For a, in '96, when Crowdy lost Dudley Wood and they went up to Stoke. Right. Uh, and it just didn't work. Didn't it was. Let's keep it up. We are in that sort of territory. Well, is there, I mean, is there we a. We need super clubs and super meetings. Is there a possibility of, you know, in one stage, one day in the future, Wolves, Crowdy and Birmingham all sharing one yeah. Speedway venue? Well, I'm, I, th- I think the, that would depend very much on where that venue was. Yeah. Where it's situated, yeah. um, but I don't. I mean, it happens in football that, should, that, that there are ground shares, it, yeah, doesn't well, it? Well, it, it, it yeah. Yeah. Not, not, yeah, no, they're not, 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 not as often, are they? Not in this country yeah. so much, but in other countries that it certainly yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, right. Wolverhampton yeah. and Cradley Heath merged in 1953. Oh, yeah, they did. Yes. Wow, I can, I can, I can hear you turning in your grave, <laughs> and you haven't even got there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you go down if Cradley? No, <laughs> you're, think, you're, think, you're thinking about it as well. No, you wouldn't. Say. The chance of the colours to green and white. No, green and yellow. It's not my team. Yeah. Red and green. I would probably go support Wolverhampton rather than do that. All crowds. Yeah, I mean, I, I will never be lost to Speedway again. But when my club Birmingham, when Birmingham closed in 1986, um, I didn't go and support another team. It wasn't my team. I went and much looked at. Um, Coventry a couple of times, but I always supported the, the away, certainly away team. But anyway, and to nine o'clock. Well, well a lovely show again. B nine, a good place for the Brummies, Mike. <laughs> okay, that's a Birmingham City illusion in case you hadn't. Mm. Okay. Yes, I did know. Okay, I did know. Yeah. Prefer B six myself, but so okay. There you go. go. Well, thank you once again, everybody, for joining in. Um, We will see you next week. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Enjoy your stay.